The Pulse, Sweet 16 Upset Picks, Back Its Path and Bat Children. By Chris Branch. Start every morning with the pulse in your inbox. Sign up here. Good morning. Back to your regularly scheduled hoops. Bracket Watch. We're back. The men's Sweet 16 starts tonight, which means we get our last, full weekend of tourney basketball before next March. Time can be so cruel. Tonight's slate is a banger. Number 3 seed Kansas State versus number 7 Michigan State. 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TBS. Number 4 Yukon versus number 8 Arkansas. 7.15 p.m. on CBS. Number 4 Tennessee versus number 9 Florida Atlantic. 9 p.m. on TBS. Number 2 UCLA versus number 3 Gonzaga. 9.45 p.m. on CBS. It's hard to pinpoint the most interesting matchup. So we'll go with an upset pick, Arkansas over Yukon. The Huskies are about a four-point favorite at most sportsbooks and an Austin Mox model, which feels about right. Give me the team that already beat a number one seed against the school that hasn't seen a Sweet 16 since 2014. See our full preview of the game here, in which you'll notice unanimous support for UConn. Maybe I'm just trying to help us avoid getting memed if Arkansas does pull it off. Also, for vanity's sake, a reminder that Gonzaga is the official Pulse national title pick, so we're picking them here, too. Business Decisions Armando Backett's New Path Books will be written about the dawn of the nil era in college sports. If authors are smart, they'll write about Armando Backett. Backett, North Carolina's Rebound Machine Center, announced yesterday he is returning to school for a fifth year instead of heading to the NBA. On the surface, it's a minor shock, Backett is 23, with experience in the national title game and little left to prove at this level. What gives? It's a different world now for guys like Backett, on multiple levels. Traditional centers like Backett don't hold much value in the NBA. At 6-10, he could be a valuable bench piece as a rebounder, but it's hard to see how his game fully translates in its current form. In Sam Vesney's most recent mock draft, Backett goes undrafted. Backett, a business major, is already raking in the nil dough. Upwards of $500,000 last year alone, and he could hit seven figures next season. He'll likely make more money next year staying in school than honing his game as a professional overseas. He's even filmed a cameo on the hit Netflix show Outer Banks. I'd stay, too. C.J. Moore and Eamon Brennan wrote a fantastic story last summer, detailing the new life for guys like Backett, Gonzaga's Drew Tim and even produced Zach Eddy as centers relatively unwanted by the NBA but beloved by local nil boosters. It's worth a fresh read in light of the Backett news. Before NIL, Backett would have left last offseason and hoped to surprise scouts before the draft. It would have been a hard road. Life is different now. P.S.
You have to give back it props for comparing himself to former Kansas big man Perry Ellis, the original hundred-year senior, in a tweet. Got a big chortle from yours truly. HTTPS colon slash slash t dot co slash vvhsbjgpvpic.twitter.com slash jt0z1ga7qq. Armando Bacchett Jr. at igot underscore buckets 35, March 22, 2023. Briefs. Jets rearranging for Rogers? More than a week after stating his intention to move to New York, Aaron Rodgers still isn't a Jet. New York and Green Bay are presumably still working on a deal, which could explain why the Jets traded Elijah Moore and a third-round pick to Cleveland yesterday for a second-rounder. New York now has the number 13 overall pick in this year's draft and two second-rounders, giving them a lot more flexibility to part with the first-rounder in a Rodgers swap. The Jets also already have a more replacement in Mechel Hardman, who signed a one-year deal yesterday. WBC draws big ratings. The World Baseball Classic storybook ending averaged 4.5 million viewers, Fox Sports announced yesterday, a staggering 69% increase from 2017's WBC Championship game. That number is also higher than all but three divisional league playoff games from last year. We're already salivating for 2026. Steven Nesbitt even projected Team USA stream lineup for the next WBC, which features another stacked defense, but also a juiced-up pitching staff. Zion's return The Pelicans announced yesterday that oft-injured superstar Zion Williamson has been cleared to return to basketball activities and could return in two weeks. It's a net positive for the languishing Pels, but it brings the larger worry to the forefront again, can Williamson play a full season? In four years, he's already missed one full season due to injury and has never played more than 61 games. He's played just 29 this year. New Orleans is 35-37 and on the cusp of a play-in spot, Williamson could return with four games left in the regular season if all goes well. Rules Leave the bat children alone. MLB is implementing some of those minor rule tweaks we mentioned earlier in the week, which you can read all about here. Nothing is too offensive, and the adjustments will likely maintain the spirit of the original rule changes without making players miserable. Win. Not a win. A clause in there about bat boys slash girls, which will legitimately be a focus for MLB this year. Here's the specific paragraph from the piece. Bat boys and girls are to meet with the visiting team before each series to discuss equipment preferences and MLB will monitor the performance of bat boys and girls throughout the season. The league might ask for a bat boy or girl to be replaced if they're contributing to game delays. What? Why? Are we going to have quarterly reviews for the kids? Performance improvement plans? Hey kiddo, you brought the bat back to the dugout in six seconds instead of four. You're fired. Will the job listing for bat boy slash girl say it's a fast-paced environment? I can't get over this. There is a caveat that if a kid requires additional time to get off the field, the umpire will waive any game pace penalties, which is fine. Can't we just do that every time? With the new rules, we're already gaining plenty of precious seconds. If a child gets fired, time to riot. 
Pulse Picks. Is a lighter football helmet safer? A company claims its helmets, some of the lightest on the market, are better for the game. The NFL disagrees. Inside the tiff, that could have big effects on the game. Paul George's injury could derail the Clippers' season and the team's plan going forward. The Mavericks are filing a formal protest of their loss last night to the Warriors, claiming that a missed call in the third quarter led to this free, unguarded bucket for Golden State. Bizarre stuff, to be honest. M. What? The Mavericks were defending the wrong basket, so the Warriors got an easy bucket. At warriorspic.twitter.com slash 5 cryMPNFFA. The Athletic, at The Athletic, March 23, 2023. We go back to the data for the women's Sweet 16, which starts Friday. See every upset chance here. Free agent tight end Foster Morrow underwent a routine physical during a visit with the Saints. Tests revealed Hodgkin lymphoma, which is forcing Morrow to step away from football. Evander Kane's final pitch for Chapter 11, placing 50 bets per day led to massive gambling losses. Photos, Reece Strickland slash USA Today.